You're listening to the Motor City HDJ podcast on iTunes and MotorCityHDJ.com. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. It is January 4th, 2015. I am Brett Cummins. This is the Motor City HDJ podcast. Good to have you along with me. I promised you a podcast once every two weeks. I'm actually going to start off on the right foot. That way I can keep track. You know, this is the first Sunday of 2015, so we'll keep it going on Sundays. Why not? <clears throat> Seems to be the least busy day for everybody. So I'm going to I'm going to do it that way and uh, hopefully we can stick to my New Year's resolution, which is podcast content every two weeks. I was horrible uh, about that in 2013 and 14. So here I am and uh, I'm excited about that. So welcome aboard. Uh, if you are joining me for the first time, this is what I'm doing. This this podcast thing really is just an opportunity for me to talk to you, all of you that are listening out there, at the same time about uh, things that are going on within the Motor City HDJ community, uh, along with you know with the the things that are happening with my clients, uh, things that are happening in the music world, changes that are happening in event planning. This is really the best way for me to reach out to everybody at the same time. That way, you know, there are, uh, all of the questions are answered simultaneously. So uh, 2014 was great. Of course, the year in review podcast was, uh, uh, what, uh, just right before Christmas. was able to talk about uh, a lot of good stuff from 2014. I am so excited about this year. Uh, I have a very busy calendar already. A lot of uh, event consultation emails are already coming in, which is unbelievable. So thank you for those. And I, I ended 2014 the best way possible. I was able to celebrate with two new friends, Natasha and Brian, and their family and friends. So congratulations to them. They got married New Year's Eve, and we partied with them at the Lakeland Banquet and Conference Center out in St. Clair Shores on New Year's Eve. Um, got to ring in the new year, watch the ball drop. It was an awesome night. So congratulations to them. And hey, if you're, uh, if you're getting married 2015, you're listening to this, you're getting married. 2015 is your year. I, yeah, I'd play a, a New Year's Eve wedding again. Absolutely. It was a great time. So if you've already scheduled your date and you want to move it to New Year's Eve, that's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't mind at all. Uh, absolutely wonderful time uh, with those folks. Um, a personal note, I had my wisdom teeth taken out a couple days ago. So uh, yeah, it's been a very interesting weekend. Uh, of course, Roseanne has been taking care of me, so I can't complain there. Recovery has been great. I will tell you, if you've never had your wisdom teeth taken out, man, you definitely need to commit a weekend because it's going to knock you on your butt, that's for sure. So I'm uh, I'm doing well. Should be back to regular here uh, tomorrow, hopefully. So, And, of course, today, the Lions, same old Lions, loss to the Cowboys, 24-20. to 20. Controversial call, though. Defensive pass interference. I don't know. This, is, this isn't the NFL podcast. I'll, I'll stay off that soapbox, but, you know. Maybe next year. Who knows? Um, all right. Let's uh, yeah. Let's talk turkey. I think uh, this first this first podcast uh, I want uh, for 2015. This first episode, I really want to focus on the things that I get asked a lot. You saw it in the title: frequently asked questions. Um, now these aren't like the most asked questions, but these are just some things that have been on my mind. Uh, conversations I've been having a lot recently. And I want to put some of these things to bed so that you have an idea. Uh, you can sleep a little easier, you know, knowing that 
uh, you know, these these questions have been answered, and hopefully I can answer them satisfactorily. Satisfactorily? Is that a word? Um, yeah, I can answer them in a satisfactory fashion. Uh, but these are six uh, frequently asked questions, things that I'm getting a lot from clients right now, uh, things that folks want to just know and uh, have, a, have a good grip on before they plan their event with Motor City HDJ. So if I can help you in any way with this, if you're not a client of Motor City HDJ and this persuades you to be, hey, that's awesome. If you're already a client and this helps you with that planning process a little better, that's great too. I want to make sure that all of my clients' questions are answered. That's one of the big things that I focus on in the way that I treat all of my clients. So the next uh, 25 minutes or so, I mean, just hang tight. Uh, we're doing 30-minute podcast episodes. So real quick, good content stuff you should be able to focus on. Pop me in in the car, uh, put me in your ears, whatever you got to do. Um, I'm excited to uh, to do this for you. So let's take a look. Frequently asked questions. The first one, why should I hire Motor City HDJ when I can just hook up my phone or my iPod to some speakers? Well, very simply put, uh, your iPod, despite the shuffle option, your iPhone, your MP3 player is not a DJ, nor should you consider it a reasonable substitute for a DJ. Uh, your your whatever MP3 whatever device you have, it is not able to read the crowd. Really, it, it all comes down to how how a DJ is able to read the crowd. Uh, a lot of my experience, even as an example, uh, you know Wednesday's wedding there at, at Lakeland. With Natasha and Brian and their guests, I mean, Natasha and Brian made it very clear to me that they were fans of, of electronic dance music, and so I incorporated a lot of that throughout the night. And they they pretty much stuck with that. That was their vibe. That's what they wanted, and trust me, I am I love that because especially for a New Year's Eve kind of party, you want to stick with something that way where it's a lot of you know real high energy and folks can dance to it all night. So, you know, I played remixes of Top 40, and I played Top 40, and of course, the guests requested stuff too, but um, an MP3 player is not able to read the crowd. Really, uh, the way that your guests interact, the music that they want to hear throughout the night, that's going to change constantly. And good DJs are able to see that quickly. Great DJs are able to know what your crowd wants to listen to before they do. And, and that's something that I really tried to focus on over the last 15 years is being able to read the crowd before they even request a song. Now, I, I feel like I was able to do that a little bit on Wednesday. Uh, I will admit I had a tough time because it was a mixed crowd. So you have older people there with the younger people. And, you know, Natasha and Brian's playlist, I definitely played through almost every song. I only missed a couple for, for time because we did show a uh, – we showed the live – broadcast of um, the New Year's Rock and Eve. Um, but some of those songs, you know, some of the older folks wanted to dance to some slow stuff, and I could sense that. But, you know, when do you place that? When do you when do you get those slow songs into the mix? So that's something that a, a, an MP3 player cannot do. Um, obviously, you don't want anybody manning an MP3 player. You're not going to you know, if it's a wedding, for instance, if it's your wedding day, you're not going to hand your phone to somebody and say, here, DJ the wedding. You know, 
you definitely don't want to be thinking about that all night long uh, because that's going to just stress you out. So really, it's tough because you don't want to just give that to someone who doesn't really know about music or has no desire to. You know, if you just throw that on somebody at the last minute, well, maybe they wanted to have a good time. So now they're ticked because they have to be watching the iPod instead of, you know, having a good time. So really, overall, you know, the music, no, no matter what kind of event it is, you really want to leave it up to someone who knows what they're doing, who has a good ear, who understands music, and really who knows how to DJ. And that's a professional. That's why you hire me and Motor City HDJ. So that's why you should hire a DJ instead of just hooking up your iPod or your phone. Um, what about songs that I don't want to hear, but people love anyway? And I have another great example for you. I played a wedding for a great couple, Sarah and Nick. They had a wedding where they were adamant about not hearing Gangnam Style. They did not want to hear Gangnam Style. I'm going to say that we had the conversation easily a half dozen times. This was at the time, too, when when Gangnam Style was really hot. Everybody was dancing. Uh, everybody was doing the dance. Everybody was watching the video. This was, you know, the song was hot. So we had the conversation. She said, no matter what, don't let anybody request Gangnam Style. If they do, just tell them no and then have them request a different song. So I did. You know, I stuck to it because that's what I do. When you tell me something, I'm going to execute. So throughout the night, and of course, I advise my clients too. If you're a client, I always advise you, listen, you're throwing a party and, and these people are going to want to hear certain things. So I will, you know, keep that in mind, keep that in mind that, you know, they're going to want to hear things you may not want to. So throughout the night, it, it got to a point where probably easily a dozen people had requested to hear Gangnam Style. So I went up to the bride and I said, Sarah, it's time. <laughs> there are easily, at this point, about a dozen people that have asked to hear Gangnam Style. What do I do? What would you like me to do? And so it was later. Uh, she had said, okay, fine. Just play it one time. Let these people be satisfied. And that's that's how it goes. That That's how you, you have to remember, no matter what the event is, again, a wedding, graduation, a mitzvah, you know, anniversary party, doesn't matter. Remember that you're throwing the party for yourself just so happens you're inviting all these people to come. So it's really going to be them that dictate the type of energy in the room. You have to let them make requests. You you know, granny so-and-so may just absolutely love the chicken dance and you don't want to hear it. Make granny so-and-so happy. Let her hear the chicken dance, you know. Um, you know, I get it. It's it's your day. One day won't hurt you. You know, one day won't hurt you because these people, they care about you and they want to have fun too. Okay. Uh, the next thing. Next question, um, will, will you be coming alone or do you bring an assistant with you? That's another popular question. Um, you know, there are different, a lot of different schools of thought on this, and I've heard guys recently talk about needing to have a second DJ with them so that, you know, one guy can DJ, the other guy can MC or vice versa. Um, if I'm being candid, I don't think it's really necessary, quite frankly. Um, the, perfect example, really the only time that you need it, you know, Tom and I played the, the um, Southland High School all night of the senior all night event just this past summer. And the different story here, okay, this was a big, huge event space, probably half an acre event space. And 
there's a lot of things going on, and they uh, the the committee had asked me to MC the event, and so it's tough when you have to be in two places at once. One person is going to have to man the music, the other person is going to have to MC. So it's things like that when you're going to need two people. It's not necessary at a wedding, I don't think. Um, as a professional, I can tell you, I am really I only. You know, I'm a solo act. When it comes to weddings, I don't need two people there. I can do everything I need to do and do it as one person. I can organize the wedding party. I can get back and start the introduction song and then introduce the bridal party. Um, I don't need to have another guy pushing buttons for me. Okay? Uh, I don't really think that you need to have two people there because... You know, again, unless it's this really off the wall, crazy, you have to have an event motivator or MC or whoever. DJing an event is a one person gig. That's it. You know, um, maybe down the road, I'll pay one of my nephews to you know take my equipment in for me. You know, that's about it. But yeah, I'm never going to bring an assistant with me because it's not necessary. You only need one person to run the show. So uh, will I bring an assistant? Not usually. Short answer, no. Um, another question I get asked all the time is how, how are you with the music planning process? What is, what is the deal there? You know, how, how involved are you? Do you get involved? Um, yes, obviously, you know, no matter what it is. So your, uh, the florist, for instance, you're going to, let's talk to the wedding people for a second. So if you hire a florist for your wedding, you know, your, your florist is going to advise you on certain flowers based on the color scheme that you've got um, or based on the time of year. may say that this flower is not good for this time of year because of the weather. Um, caterer, okay, you're hiring a caterer and you're going to ask the caterer his or her opinion about the food and, um, you know, what their expertise is there. Just like all that, the reason you're hiring Motor City HDJ is because of the way that I know music. Um, and I have no problem, no problem at all, giving you suggestions based on, you know, things that you're asking me about. In fact, as far as that goes, I have resources all over the place. If you have a song, you can't think of a song for the daddy-daughter dance, I've got lists and lists and lists of songs of great daddy-daughter dance tunes that would go well with what you're looking to do bridal party mother son you know whatever the case may be uh dj intelligence is a great resource they're the ones that do the the back end uh, the, the the database planning software for motor city hdj and they release a, a list in each category every single year of the top songs in that category you know again first dance bride you know uh, daddy daughter mother son so I've got no problem giving you those. If you have if you have an issue and you can't think of a song, it's my job to step in. You need to ask me questions so that I can get with you, get those uh, you know those details figured out. Because you know you're going to need something that is going to fit your personality for that moment. Um, really, it's all about your vision. At the end of the day, it's about what you want to do. So I'm going to take your vision. And I'm going to execute upon that based on the the things that you've told me. Uh, so if you're looking for a like a power ballad wedding, power ballad wedding like special music and stuff, I'm going to look for all songs. I'm going to help you with that. And and you know I'm not going to go outside the beaten path. 
I'm going to make sure that your uh, you know, that your needs are met in that capacity. So if it if it's you know having to you know let's say it's an Arabic wedding for instance, I played a couple Arabic weddings this year. Uh, it's an Arabic wedding, and you want to do uh, you want to do some depkis, but you also want to do uh, some American music as well. That's cool. I mean, I, I'm going to fit all that stuff in there because that's what I do. Music is what I do. Um, I should be able to advise you on everything and anything that you ask me to do. And uh, really, as it goes, you know, over the last 15 years, there's really not much I've seen, or rather, there's not much that I've not seen. You know, there are a lot of uh, the couple maybe cultural things I haven't seen yet. I mean, I haven't done like a Ukrainian wedding, but I have done Russian dance music, you know. Um, you know, obviously the Jewish uh, traditions I've uh, involved, been involved with. So that's cool, too. Um, you know, I'm learning as, as I go along, we all learn in life. And so, you know, I'm always uh, educating myself on what's, what's new and good in, in different cultures and with different people. So that is the involvement. So I am as involved in the music as you want me to be. If you want me to help you plan every single solitary song for the event, I will. If you don't want to plan any of those songs and you want you know, if you, you want me to do all the work, hey, that's what you're paying me for. If you want to plan everything on your own, that's fine. Just remember, and, and I'll talk about this in a minute as well, just remember the less music that I, rather, the, the, you know, like the more, the more music you choose, the less creative freedom I have to make sure that your guests are reacting to, you know, the music. So keep that in mind as well. But yeah, as far as involvement in the planning process goes, you can give me free reign and I'll do whatever, or you can tell me this is what we're going to do and I'll stick to the plan. So anywhere in there, that's completely up to you. Um, another question, how many songs should I pick for my event? What kind of list should I give you? Well, I have a formula for this and I've, I've done the math actually. Uh, I've, I've taken this and, and really reduced it to the ridiculous. I'm going to use a wedding right now as an example. Okay. So a typical wedding is anywhere between five to six hours. By the time we get to open dancing, there's anywhere between three to three and a half hours of dancing in the rest of the night. Okay, so we get uh, dinners done. Then we go into the bride and groom dance, daddy, daughter, mother, son, the bridal party, the bouquet and the garter toss, all that stuff is going to last anywhere between 30 to 35, 40 minutes. By the time we get to open dancing, there will be three hours of of uh, dancing left for the night, which, you know, for, for you, yeah, that could be a lot of time. But for me, it flies by in a hurry because, you know, when you're having to constantly worry about the next song, yeah, it, it moves pretty quick. So in a six-hour wedding, there's three hours of dancing. The average song, as I see it right now, anywhere between three and a half to 345. That's about how many minutes you're going to get on an average song. Now, of course, you're going to have your songs that go longer, all your shuffles, your Cupid shuffle, cha-cha slide, your hustle, wobble, all the stuff, the group dances people like to do. So save for one of those every once and again. On average, on average, the songs are going to run about three minutes, three to, you know, three minutes, 38 seconds, let's say. If that's the case, that means we're going to get 17 songs an hour, which is roughly 50 songs total in the course of six hours. Now, what I ask my brides and grooms to do is to give me half of those songs. I only ask my brides and grooms to give me 25 songs for the entire night. That's your 
buffer. You give me 25 songs you absolutely want to hear, and that's going to let me know your musical taste. It's going to let me know what you're into. Those are the songs that you've been thinking about dancing to ever since you were a little girl or little boy. Okay, so 25 songs total for for weddings. That's how many songs you should pick for your event. Now, if it's a if it's a different kind of event, like a graduation party or just an anniversary party or something like that, use the formula of 17 songs an hour, because that is your you know three and a half minutes for each song. And depending on how many hours your event lasts or how many hours you plan on having dancing, you know, use that formula. So, again, if it's three hours, right, 50 songs, roughly something like that. Okay, but it's not rocket science. I get people freak out all the time. Oh, I don't know how many songs to choose. Oh, it's really simple. Twenty-five songs if you're if it's a wedding. Seventeen songs an hour if it's anything else. Last question. This is a big one, huge one. Goes unnoticed by a lot of people. A lot of guys just do whatever because that's what they do. How do you dress for an event? What is your attire? Well, very simply, it depends on the event dynamic, really. Uh, if it is, uh, if it's a wedding, that's absolutely formal. Weddings are always formal, no matter what. Now, I don't do the cheesy uh, sequin vest, sequin bow tie, all that. Um, that's wedding singer material. That's not me. That's not my style. I am a gray suit guy. I, I think black should be reserved for funerals unless you're the groom, then you're wearing a tux or whatever. But uh, weddings are formal, so it's a gray suit with a white French cuff shirt. And then you pick out the tie color for me. You tell me what color tie you want me to wear, and that's the one that I'm going uh, to wear for your event uh, based on your color scheme. All other parties vary. Um, you know, I have had clients, uh, you know, two of my favorite clients, Lori and Bill, they got married here a few years ago. Uh, they wanted me to wear a Tigers jersey during the open dancing portion of the wedding, so I did, and it was fun, <laughs> and it was a nice change of pace. I was able to do a quick uh, quick costume change in between and was able to relax the rest of the night, so that was nice, but whatever you want me to wear for the event, that's what I'm going to wear for the event. So if you want me to wear something formal, then I'll wear something formal. If you want me to wear something relaxing, jeans and a T-shirt, I'll wear jeans and a T-shirt, whatever you feel uh, is necessary for your event. So, um, I, yeah, I just feel, gosh, I just feel like the, even what a DJ wears is part of the whole experience. I feel like some of these guys out there just don't get it. You see these guys just, you know, uh, jacket and a shirt. That's cool. No, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. You gotta be professional for, for anything like this. I mean, I don't care if it's a wedding or, or just any regular old party, you definitely want to have some professionalism in that. So that's it. Frequently asked questions. I thought this one was going to go 30 minutes. It looks like we're going to be um, probably at 25 here by the time I get done yakking. So um, that's it. Frequently asked questions. I'm going to keep the trend alive. One podcast down, 23 to go if I'm doing them bi-monthly. Or no, we'll call it 26. So once every other week. Um, or no, by we'll do a bi-monthly, which is two. I learned that once upon a time. Bi-monthly is two, bi-weekly is every other. So we're going to do a bi-monthly podcast. That's two podcasts in a month. So you got the first one here on January 4th. One podcast down, 23 to go. Okay, so there we have that. Uh, do me a huge favor if you would. If you're not already, 
like the Facebook page. Uh, I, I want to get this Facebook page because it's huge. It's free marketing for me, of course. So, you know, I need anything that's free. We love, right? Um, free marketing for me. And uh, I want to get this Facebook page up to a thousand likes by the end of 2015. That's my goal. Other than, you know, procuring an Apple watch when it finally gets released. <laughs> Apple fanboys, raise your hand. Um, I definitely would love to get to a thousand likes by the end of 2015. I really, really, really want to build the community up. I want to share the good news. If you know somebody that's looking for a DJ for a graduation party, a wedding, uh, a birthday, whatever it is, school dance, prom, let me know, please connect them to the Facebook page, get them, get them networked there. Also, uh, uh, follow on Twitter and then of course, uh, follow on Instagram as well. Thank you so much for hanging tight and, uh, hanging tough with me here on this, the first podcast of 2015. I am Brett Cummins. I am Motor City HDJ. Be safe out there. I look forward to talking to you again soon.